Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on February 25th, 2024. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you would like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Audrey Lukasak with a gospel reading. The Holy Gospel for this day comes right after Peter confesses his belief that Jesus is the Messiah. And now we hear of Jesus telling the disciples for the first time what is to come. Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed after three days to rise again. Jesus said all of this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at the disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Jesus called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If you want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? For those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of then the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of our Lord. I invite you to pray with me. Spirit of the living God, come now and grow our faith as we walk this journey with you. Deepen our hope and come and strengthen our love and water in each of us a desire to be your faithful family forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So for many of you, I believe many of you have participated in the faith journey. But even in the program here that Pastor Mark is leading this, um, this Lenten season, but even if you haven't, if you look back at your spiritual life, maybe it was from the time of your baptism where you were claimed and adopted at God's own beloved child, and if you were to create a path of what God's presence was in your life, what might that journey look like? Maybe there have been times where the road seemed to be very straight and that everything was going really well, but were there times that you had took a turn and found some surprise? Or even a time of where you took a turn in life 
of where there was a crisis and, or even a time where you got off the path and had lots of questions and doubts and uncertainties in life, but then something brought you back and that you continued on this journey. For all of us, we've had those moments of God surprising us and God leading us and guiding us, and where in those moments at times, where in those moments especially of uncertainties and our fears of the unknowns, it humbles ourselves and where we find ourselves drawing all the more closer and trusting God. Today in our scripture readings, we hear the names of three faithful followers of God, of Abraham and Sarah, as well as Peter, who was one of the disciples named in our lesson today, of where he was taking on a journey of a new life, a new beginning of being a follower of Jesus. But yet, as we heard, when he tried to protect Jesus, what did Jesus say? Get behind me, Satan. For there are times of setbacks for all of us, but that's where God's love and grace keeps coming back to us. For Sarah and Abraham, the section of the scripture reading today of their story, here was, it was his name started off as Abram, and then God's covenant of promise of saying, I have something else in mind for you. I am going to bless you. I am going to give you a new identity, give you a new name. But I'm also going to give you a child between you and Sarah, your wife. Now, do we have anybody here who's 90 years old or above? <laughs> okay. Can you imagine God coming to the two of you and saying, I'm going to give you a new a child. <laughs> What's that? I'd love it. You'd love it. <laughs> and we all laugh at that thought. And that's exactly what happened with Abram and Sarah when they heard. I was at my niece's last night, and I was telling them about this story, and, and they just said, oh, here we are in our 40s, and we have this five-year-old. We were probably too old to have a child when we did. Again, God is there surprising us by giving a promise to Abram and Sarah, giving new identities and saying, you are going to be parents of all the generations. I'm going to give you descendants who will be faithful followers of God. That means the God that we come to worship, and yes, when we look back at the history of where the same God who is there for the Muslim community and the Jewish community and the Christian community, it's all the same God. And we all refer to the blessing and the story of Abraham. God's promise, as we were reminded in Paul's letter today, the promise given to Abram and Sarah is truly a gift. We have been also given a great gift in our own baptism of where God has given us a gift of adoption of giving us abundant love and grace. In our gospel story today, 
Here we have Peter, who identified Jesus as the Messiah. He got that answer right. But then he goes on, Jesus, as Peter was having this conversation, Jesus said, this is what's going to be happening to me. I am going to suffer many things. I will be killed. And on the third day, I will rise again. Now, Peter, again, pulling him, Jesus aside, wanted to protect his dear friend, his follower. He gave up his life as a fisherman to follow Jesus. And now, here, Jesus is saying, I'm going to be leaving. Oftentimes, when we hear this part, we sometimes forget Jesus also predict that his life was going to have suffering and would die. But that wasn't God's final word. New life came when he rose from the dead. For all of us, again, new life is given to us because of the resurrected Christ. In those places where Jesus then went on and said that I will suffer all of these things, but if you want to be my disciple, you need to pick up the cross and follow me. You need to also deny yourself and to lose your life as a follower of me. But let's face it, in those moments of when we experience crises in our life, of where there's doubt or even uncertainties, sometimes we may ask ourselves, where is God at in all of this? In this book called The Hole in You Since the Day You Died, a painting that was made by a parent who lost a child, she was going through a time of great grief and loss. She was really angry at God, but yet also reaching out to God for help and strength. But notice that she also has humbled herself. She fell on her knees praying out to God, asking for great help. It took her great courage to acknowledge the pain, but she also acknowledged of how she needed to trust in God in those times of crises. When Jesus was having that conversation with the disciples, he was saying, this is what I am called to do. This is the path that God has chosen, but yet hold on to that promise of the new life I come to bring to you. In those times when we have those uncertainties and the unknowns of the future, we may find ourselves filled with fear, but that's when we are to stop and pause and to embrace those uncertainties and give space to, again, the promises of God's love and grace holding us, helping us to get through those times. During our Lenten season, we have been focusing on the path of forgiveness. We are reading a book and will continue. You're welcome to come back after the 11 o'clock service as we continue to have the conversation of Desmond Tutu and his daughter's book on the book of forgiving. And many of you have been taking um, every day of reading the different readings from our devotional book. On Friday evening, a number of us gathered together to watch the documentary film of Emmanuel. In that movie, it tells the story back in 2015 where a group of people were gathering for Bible study at Mother Emmanuel Church 
in Charleston, South Carolina. And the people who gathered in that circle for Bible study practice what it means to follow Jesus. They welcomed a stranger of a young 21-year-old man or a boy in many ways who came with an intent to bring destruction and hurt to the people who had, were black. As he sat in that circle with the people and when it came time to pray and they closed their eyes, that's when the shooting began. Nine people were killed, including their pastor, a pastor who went to one of our Lutheran seminaries. But in the documentary, there was an incredible thing that took place. They modeled what it means to be a follower of Jesus because 48 hours after family members heard of the death, of the, the tragic death of their loved one, they went to court and the judge gave them permission to speak from whatever it was to this young man. It was through a camera and so he wasn't, the young man wasn't right there in the courtroom with them. But unrehearsed, many of the family members gave words of forgiveness. I forgive you. I forgive you as a gift. I am forgiving you for what you have done. I am doing this for my own healing so I may have life. They spoke about their faith. And they knew that God was holding them, giving them the strength and the courage to kind of go on. Some of those family members and community members are not quite yet ready to forgive because the, the killer had not admitted or asked for forgiveness. In our book of the fourfold of forgiveness that we're reading, it talks about we have choices. When something in crises or something bad happens to us, we have a choice. We can go and when someone has wronged us, we can either have revenge or we can walk the path of forgiveness, of telling our story, naming our hurt, finding ways to bring forgiveness so that we may have life and freedom. As Desmond Tutu says, for those, again, for in, I'm sorry, uh, in being, following this path of forgiveness, this is an example of what it means of where we follow Jesus. But in following Jesus, if we give up life in the way that we may think of what we are supposed to do, but rather we are given new life of living by the fruits of the Spirit and including following a path of new beginnings through the act of forgiveness. But I don't know about you, there are times where when I have done something wrong or even when something has struggled me and I listen to how Peter acted in this and in times where I am just so grateful for disciples like Peter who speak from the heart and may even speak without thinking. But listen to what one person has said. Peter had a wandering heart. Jesus was always there to catch Peter, to walk beside him, to wash his feet, to offer love. In Peter's story, we find Jesus. 
Peter's wandering faith ebbed and flowed, pushed away and pulled close. But Peter was always tethered to the love of God. Today, as we continue our journey in life, we may not know of what uncertainties or unknowns that lie ahead, but that's where we hold on to the pro promises and the covenant that God has made with us, a covenant of where we are held in God's love and grace. It's another reminder of focusing on the divine things rather than on earthly things. But again, may we continue this walk of faith, trusting and knowing that nothing does separate us from God's love. We are tethered to God's love. And even in those moments of questions and uncertainties, God is there for us and hears us. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.